Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 HD4 and DC Radio.gov. Here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, we have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul and These conversations are incredibly inspiring, insightful, illuminating, informative, and on my way to 300 episodes, I am so grateful to have the privilege to have these soulful conversations with these wonderful, wonderful individuals. And today, I am bringing you more of the same. My guest is a creative storyteller, a creative, a poet super talented, and she is the CEO and creative director at The Blue Pen in Los Angeles, a full-service, award-winning digital creative and strategic communications agency specializing in minority B2B, B2C, and C2C development. She is also an accomplished humanitarian in the public health sector, as an HIV AIDS and sexual assault advocate, spreading awareness and prevention with the poem, My Name is HIV, opened many opportunities for her to reach thousands, sharing stages with celebrities, recording artists, and other public health advocates um, across the country. In 2009, she was the first poet to be commissioned to perform and partner with BET's Wrap It Up campaign. In 2011, the CDC and the Obama administration invited her to headline as creative talent for the commemoration of the 30th anniversary of HIV AIDS. In 2012, UNC Chapel Hill approached my guest to create Project Grace, a spoken word HIV AIDS community-based participatory program in rural North Carolina for its youth, making her the first person to have a program designed around their life experiences and works. So that makes her also a pioneer and a trailblazer. In 2015, she auditioned for a pageant to empower women and made history as the first woman crowned in the Miss Full-Figured North Carolina pageant and won Empress of Talent for her spoken word performance of My Name is HIV. In her advancement to the nationals, she also won Miss Full-Figured USA, first runner-up, and Miss Photogenic USA in 2016. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. My sister, my friend, my fellow creative and colleague in this work of social impact, Shalea Cummings. How are you today? I am doing well. Good morning. Good morning. And thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you here. What you don't have in here is all of your education. She's highly educated, everyone, in addition to her uh, brilliance that she was born with. But 
just super proud of you, Shalea, and all that you've accomplished, all that you are creating, and all of the impact you have yet to have. What was your experience listening to me read your bio back? To be honest, it's like, wow, you know, sometimes you really don't pay attention to all of the milestones or uh, firsts or impact that you may have had around the world because we get so lost in the hustle of bustling of doing and moving to the next thing that I enjoyed hearing that and just pausing to be able to go back and have a grateful moment for where I have come. And it also was the type of moment that says, wow, you've done so much. So many people don't know. You don't speak about it. You don't talk about it. But what more can you do with just those little big moments that you just had? I love that little big moments, not little as in stature, but, you know, in increments, like here's a win, here's a win, here's a win, here's a win. And in the midst of all of that, you went to school <laughs> and graduated. Where did you graduate from? I graduated from uh, Living Arts College. And so I majored in interactive media and web development. And then I went to Southern New Hampshire University and I majored in creative writing in English uh, with a specialization in uh, nonfiction and then mass communications. See what I'm saying? And that that and we don't talk about all that we've done, we're doing and plan to do frequently. But what I get to do and what I love to do at the top of our conversation, Shalea, is to celebrate all of that and to highlight all of that and to amplify all of that. Because, as you said, we're so frequently in it and working on it that we rarely get to look at it and just take it in. Like, ah, yeah, I've been doing a lot. I've been accomplishing a lot. Because again, when you're in it and you're creating and you're processing and you're on to the next, you kind of forget how awesome you are. So I celebrate you today because I know it costs you. It costs you money, time, tears, relationships, sacrifice, that all of these things that you have done and are doing have not been free. They have not been easy. And frequently, you know, I've been saying a lot, people create a narrative around us based on the chapter they came into our lives, Mm -hmm. right? And um, we just know that there's so much more greatness for you to create and so much more impact for you to have, because I happen to know there are many things that you have done and accomplished that are not in this bio. So kudos to you for just being in creation mode. Who are you at your core, Shalea? Um, First, let me just say thank you for that. So encouraging. Mm -hmm. At my core, I am just the honest person who wants to see everybody authentically live in themselves. I believe, and a lot of people may disagree with this, but honesty is so important to me that it's almost like a a crippling thing when I find that other people cannot be honest. But what I had to learn was it's not about uh, whether or not they told the truth or not. It's whether or not do they see themselves 
in a way that's honest, that they're able to live free without regret, without remorse, without shame, without any type of, you know, conviction towards what someone may or may not believe about them. And so for me, I feel like freedom is is so priceless. Um, The freedom of mind, uh, the freedom of your spirit to do what you want to do that you enjoy, you know, everything comes with work, but there's this sense of peace and happiness that you feel when you open up to say, Hey, I woke up this morning. I may or may not feel my best, but I have the choice to go and be my best. So Mm -hmm. the core of who I am is just presenting myself in a way that leaves other people better uh, through my honesty and authenticity. But I've learned over the course of time that even with honesty, how you say things makes a big difference in how people are able to truly feel free and live as themselves around you. That's so true. So good, too. And what a great reminder to be mindful of how we speak truth, right? Mm -hmm. How we deliver our honesty because the transmission of the message is just as important and powerful as the message itself. Absolutely. So that that's so wonderful. Who inspires you? What inspires you? Where do you glean your inspiration to be who you are and to do what you do? Where does that come from? A lot of places. I will say you have been a great inspiration to me. Well, thank you. Um, yes, you have. <laughs> you have always been in my corner since the first time I've met you. You were like my first paid client <laughs> that I had when I got out of school. <laughs> and I got I got the opportunity to do work outside of, you know, other areas that I didn't think that I was able to do. Also, you know, having the opportunity to use my spoken word gift you know, on platforms with BET Wrap It Up, that really inspired me too. You know, a lot of times it's really easy for us to be encouraged by those uh, little big moments, but to miss the people who played a role in your journey and where you're going. And so I have you and then I have Maya Angelou. Um, I was able to meet her and learn from her. And when I initially met her, I thought she was mean, but what I didn't understand was that she was a puller of diamonds. And her words to me were, Shalea, the voice that you have doesn't belong playing around in games with other poets. You need to preserve what you say, how you speak and what you do, because there's a life-changing trajectory for humanity that only comes as a gift from God. And so one day she told me, she says, get out of those little poetry clubs and stop all this competing. You don't need to compete when you are already created to be great. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to learn? She's like, well, get in the mirror and practice. She says, you Uh don't read with paper, you get in the mirror and you practice, but you don't go and you don't uh, pervert gifts in a creative atmosphere in order for you to feel validated. And so that was very important to me because that also added to the freedom that I felt to live is who I am. So anytime that I would write and I would create things, I would get my inspiration from God as well. And I would be like, okay, what is the message for me to put out? And so while I've done a lot of creative work in the spoken area place, I've made like four major impact pieces that really touch people globally. 
other people who inspire me, Ava DuVernay. Uh I just think that her story is so amazing. The courage that she had to go against the norm here in Hollywood and to just be a champion voice for people of color in the entertainment and film industry. I just love the stories that she tells and the perspective that she brings to all of the films and television that she creates. I would say my parents as well. Uh-huh. Um, although we don't always have the best childhood or knowledge of why our childhood went the way that it went. Once you get older, you begin to appreciate all of the lessons and the strictness and the rules and the things that they gave you. And one of the things um, that my uh, father gave me was his God. So I, when I transitioned to Los Angeles, I was able to lean on him and not worry about if I was had enough faith to make a move that people said, don't make that move because it's uh-huh. expensive. And the other thing I got from my mother was, you know, you're great. Don't listen to anybody else and don't let them stop you. Go girl, just go girl. That's what my mom gave me. So, and then just the world around us um, inspires me every day. I like to people watch. Uh-huh. Uh, I like to look out the window and watch the traffic. And I just kind of want to understand why humanity does what they do. But I think it's beautifully human when someone can really just delve into dissecting themselves to grow better, evolve and all of that. So that's what inspires me. I love that answer. That is so wonderful. I mean, I think you're the first person that I heard use the term beautifully human and that it has stayed with me since I first heard you say it. Because it's so true for all of us. We're we're on a journey of evolution, expansion, elevation, learning, you know, struggling at times. And, and there is such grace and power in the struggle if we have the capacity to endure, right? Because endurance is choice. So I love your answers and Kudos to all of those people you've named and identified. Understanding, I'm sure there are more, but those those lessons and those glimmers of inspiration just just hit different, you know, just really powerful. Understanding that we learn many lessons over the course of our lifetime, Shalaya, share a lesson that you have learned that caused you to pivot. Like after you learned the lesson, it caused you to shift and pivot and change direction? Oh, that's a good question. I I can definitely say, I said it a little bit earlier about how you say things or present yourself to people. There was a season in my life, so I'm a PK. um, And so there's a lot of stereotypes behind that, but I worked in ministry for a very long time uh, with my dad. And that came a lot of responsibility, but also a lot of pressure, a lot of judgment and a lot of just a lot of everything. Me being the type of person that I am, I became very angry and very bitter. And over the course of time, me that I saw myself, the core of me, the good of me of who I am did not uh, physically represent itself to the public at times. And so I became stereotyped as she's mean, she's rude, she's nasty. Um, But then the lesson that I learned is that when someone says you, they're experiencing you this way, 
you have to take a step back and you have to say, well, am I or did I or is is this true? Right. A lot of times we don't want to take what someone says about us as true. And sometimes it may not be. But for me, that lesson was, okay. let's sit back and let's find out where did this mishap of you losing yourself happen? How do we heal from it? How do we fix it? And do we have the opportunity to correct it with the people that we've offended? And I have been so blessed that I, one by one, single-handedly, whatever the situation was, I have been able to mend relationships with people and bring understanding to who I was and where I was and have people give me grace in an area where they're like, wow, you are still amazing. Even though I have that uh, experience of you, what I find so important is that us getting to a place of forgiveness and forgiveness of ourselves, forgiveness of others and people being able to forgive people because they can see beyond whatever pain that someone is inflicting. But it's important for us to go back and to apologize to people when we realize, yes, I may have done you wrong. And that is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned. And that changed the trajectory of my life because now I don't say things that I cannot take back. I always move in a space of trying to understand someone and where they're coming from, because that was given to me probably when I didn't deserve it. Oh, I'm letting that breathe. I'll take a deep breath because that is so mature. Mm -hmm. So grown folk of you. That is wisdom. That's sage wisdom right there. Because we ought to extend others the grace that we ourselves will one day need or have needed or do need currently. How beautifully human of you. (laughs) (laughs) So beautifully human. It's a journey. And I I think people are missing that journey, the journey to make error, the journey to uh, make recompense with people. You have to do everything comes through relationships and of people. And how you steward them, I often say, you know, the best way for you to be blessed or live a rich and soulful life, a wealthy life, a soul wealth life, as you would say, Uh is for you to be obedient, consistent, and a good steward. And that obedience is not, you know, as people may say, do what somebody tells you to do, but do what you hear your heart or, you know, that inner spirit tell you to do and do it regularly, even when you don't want to do it. Um, Just be consistent, right? And that means that obedience goes before the consistency, which means I don't want to do this today, whether it be, you know, I don't want to work out today. I don't want to drink this water today, whatever it is, be consistent in it. And then that stewardship comes from not just money, but your relationships, your time, um, your energy, how you protect and take care of all of those things will make the difference about how far you actually go and flourish. So good. A similar but different question. So I want you to give a different answer. All right. Mm -hmm. Share a moment that changed you forever. Like after it happened, you knew your life would never be the same. Oh, wow. Well, Honestly, I believe 
that the moment that actually changed me was when I was sexually assaulted by an HIV AIDS positive man. Mm. And and I don't mean that in a, in a way of demonizing, of painful, right. Or demonizing anything. Mm-hmm. My life just became different from the whole issue of one dissecting the rape, the trauma of it, the experience of it, the learning that the relationship behind girlfriend friendships, okay, because this particular situation happened as a result of a girlfriend not being a good girlfriend and leaving me with these people so that she could go and do whatever she wanted to do. And so that lesson taught me, one, uh, play close attention to your friend circle. You know, it's okay to have a different assortment type of tribe of women, but you also need to make sure that you're connecting with people who look at you and have your best interests. So going through that situation and finding out that this person actually cultivated the environment for this to happen, that really made a shift in me as far as friendships. It closed me down for a little while, but then it reopened me back up through the love of other women. And so I've been able to build good relationships with women. In that particular moment, learning about uh, what really was HIV AIDS, because back then we didn't really know. Magic Johnson had just really came out and there was still a lot of research behind it. So I thought I was going to die. And in that moment, I was going to go ahead and commit suicide. And so I did try that, but it just so happened that that wasn't the plan for my life. And the Lord didn't allow that to happen. And so that really changed the trajectory of, and then finding out that I did not contract it. Uh That was the shifting moment for me because it was almost impossible for me not to contract it because how violent the assault was, and I was raped and needed stitches. Wow. So, so that moment changed me from the perspective of being aware in my environments, choosing friends more wisely, choosing mm-hmm. environments more wisely, and then just kind of sort of listening to myself. If you feel that something is not right here, trust yourself and move yourself out of that environment. We all have control over those types of things. So that was the shifting moment for me. Wow, Shalaya, thank you for sharing something so raw and vulnerable and your transparency, because that just really helped someone. That just really, really, really spoke to the heart of someone listening who needed to know there's life after a violation like that. So much more beauty after a violation like that. So thank you for trusting the space Mm -hmm. to share that. Thank you so much. You were getting ready to say. Yes, I was going to say, and you read my bio at the beginning, all of that, all of those wonderful milestones came after. Mm -hmm. So ironically, what happened to me also became the change trajectory, not to identify who I am or where I will be for the rest of my life, but it gave me the experience, the knowledge and the insight to understand someone else, but then also to put me on a path that creatively 
it awakened me to be able to do some of the things that I was able to do thereafter, because without that experience, the poem, My Name HIV, would have not gotten written. Mm. And that poem opened doors. It did. (laughs) Opened doors, allowed you to meet people that you probably never would have had the opportunity to meet. And that is not to say that you have to experience something so violent and and so awful and so terrible in order to be elevated. That's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I am saying, however, that if you are listening and you have experienced trauma in a way that you felt your life was over, that what Shalea just shared, I pray it gives you hope. And I pray that it pushes you forward into better days, brighter future, and amazing and your best life. Thank you for that. Listen, we're at the end. My last question before I ask you to share how people can connect with you. What are you grateful for? Oh, I am so grateful for life. It's so precious. Um, And sometimes there's no deep answer to it. Every day you wake up, it's a new day to start again. Like you continuing what you started, you know, yesterday or from the week or what your plans or your goals are. But every day I wake up, I am so grateful that I can see, that I can hear. And even the smallest thing of I can go to the restroom on my own without any issue or any pain. So I'm just grateful for life and health and coming through these last two years I'm grateful that everybody, everybody that I love did not make it. However, I'm grateful for the opportunity to build and rekindle relationships with other people, Uh, not because the last two years happened, but because it's just really no reason to make a problem with anybody. Not in this day. Oh, make peace. Forgive it. Forgive it and move on. And if that person is not willing to make peace, forgive and move forward, would you do it for yourself and live life? Because I sleep very well at night knowing that I personally don't have aught against anyone. So that Mm -hmm. blessing, you feel different when you wake up in the morning because you're not feeling like, oh, man, I did somebody wrong or somebody did me wrong. Let it go. Let it go. Make peace, not problems. Listen. (laughs) Okay, let me stay on on track here so that I don't get in trouble with Shane, my producer. Sorry about that, Shane. I know I just kind of hollered in the mic, but that's good to my soul. Soul food, soul medicine. Thank you, Shalea, for being such a wonderful guest here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show on 96.3 HD4 and DCRadio.gov. How can our listeners connect with you? Where do you want to point them to if they want to hire you for your graphic work, your, you know, branding, your web design? And she's phenomenal, y'all. Great work, great work, great work. What's your website? What's your social media? Thank you. Um, you can find me and my company, The Blue Pen, at uh, thebluepen.com. And that's blue with no E. So T-H-E-B-L-U-P-E-N.com. And we are The Blue Pen L.A., on all social media. And my personal page is I am Shalea on all social media. And that's I-A-M-C-H-E-L-A-E. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been phenomenal. I invite you all to visit my website, vickyjohnson.com. I am on most social media platforms at all things Vicky. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, All Things Vicky Johnson. And Vicky is B I K K I. I also have a Patreon community. I am starting now to talk more about patreon.com forward slash mystic soul sisterhood. Listen, soul wealth is your birthright, it is your inheritance. It belongs to you. So go out into the world, live with passion, live with purpose, live with intention, make peace. Not problems. <laughs> oh, that's so good to me. Listen, family, live full so you can die empty. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit VickiJohnson.com or click on Soul Wealth at DCRadio.gov.